Gamer Girls, this is a show where we're not afraid of baby games, and we're not afraid of anything, actually. My name is Erin. I'm Sam. I'm Josie. And Josie's got a cool background. <laughs> yeah, so- I'm... Didn't think you were actually going to go with the shirts, but... Just me and my shirts. <laughs> For all of our audio listeners, uh, we're doing video now. So if you'd like to listen to our podcast, but with video and see our slideshows, go check out our YouTube channel. But for anyone who's not seeing it, Josie's background is like a gray wall with a wooden rod and three white t-shirts hanging on the rod. And that's the whole thing. One of them is glitching out, so you can kind of see her posters on the shirt. You can kind of (laughs) see my poster of Urza from Fairy Tale. It's kind of that's my Urza shirt. Yep, so cool. Um, but yeah, so Josie's the only one of us that pays for Discord Nitro. So me and Sam have the generic Discord backgrounds, and (laughs) she's using her her powers of customizability. For good, clearly, to make her background a bunch of shirts. <laughs> Three plain white shirts on a gray background. That's actually the cover art for the plain white tees. Whoa. Yeah. All their songs that I definitely know. They were on an episode hey, of iCarly. That's, that's all I know about them. And then they say they're Delilah. And then they <laughs> love iCarly. I also yeah. love iCarly. The reboot got I canceled. like how they had an equally famous band One Direction on iCarly. <laughs> Two equally famous bands, I would say, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. One Agreed. Direction and Blame My Teeth. <laughs> okay, so tell me, what are your plans regarding the Five Nights at Freddy's movie? I'm seeing it uh, the, the day of... Me too! <laughs> When does it, it come comes out? out? It comes out uh, 27? on 27th. Well, so I think it comes out on the 26th. Technically it comes because... out the 26th, but we couldn't. My friend works, so we're watching it the 27th. Okay. So like a real release day. Well, guess who mm. I'm seeing it with? Our mom. Oh, really? <laughs> what? So, so for, for anyone who Quinn doesn't know. Going? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Sam and Josie both live with my mom, Um, but my brother and I live in a different state. And so Matt and I, my husband, got tickets to see it like on the 26th, like first showing. Um, And then my mom texted me today and was like, I'm coming to visit you. And she said like a group chat with me and Quinn. I was like, I'm coming to visit you these days, you know, so she's going to be here. And I was like, okay, do you want to come see the Five Nights at Freddy's movie? And she said, sure. And Quinn said, cool. Sure. So it's sort of a family outing. Yeah. Little family gathering. Listen, I actually love it. (laughs) So Matt and I have a running bet that he thinks it's going to be a huge flop and everyone's going to hate it. I think it's going to be a lot better than people expect. I also think it's going to be better than people expect. My guess is, well, so he's a big Letterboxd user, which is like an app where you can rate movies like one to five. It's like Goodreads. Me too. Me too. But um, yeah, Josie is also a big Letterboxd user. But our ongoing bet right now is that if it gets three stars or higher, then I win. And if it gets three stars or lower, so I guess 3.1 or higher, I win. Three stars or lower, he wins. So I'll keep you guys posted. Well, I the only reason I would even see that movie is to see Josh Hutcherson. Mm-hmm. True. But I'm not going to see it. And Matthew it Lillard. It really... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, true. I saw... Looked... Oh, go ahead. It looked cool from the first trailer, and then that picture dropped where people are, like, making meme captions, and it's like, okay, Chica, you go distract Springtrap. Foxy and Freddy, you guys are with me. <laughs> okay. That's not real. Let's now be clear. No, that's, I don't know if that's real, but there's a picture where... Josh Hutcherson is standing with the animatronics and they're not trying to kill him. And that concerns me. (laughs) I see. Well, that could just be when they're showing him around, though, or something. Yeah, it's probably, like, at the beginning. But they're not ever 
Good. What do you mean they always want to kill you? No, but at the beginning of the night, like during your shift, they'll be like just standing there. And if you come in while it's still open, like they don't always kill you. I'm just saying there is potential. There is. I mean, it's got to be a story. It can't be like just us watching Markiplier play the game, (laughs) which would be awesome. (laughs) Well, you can get that content. Markiplier's confirmed that he's not in it. Oh, no. But hopefully he's lying hopefully and tricking he's lying. us. We know mm. Corey Kenshin is in it, which is awesome. Who? So he's another <laughs> YouTuber. Oh, that's all we're gonna talk about for the FNAF movie. I don't care if you see it at all. And just for the record, we're not promoting the Five Nights at Freddy's movie in case there are any. You know, there are some strikes ongoing. Um, our goal is not to give Five Nights at Freddy's producers and, st- you know, our goal is not to cross any picket lines here. Um, we're going to talk about the games only. So that was all we were going to discuss with the the movie, just for clarity's sake. So wait, go ahead. I have another movie comment, not about Five Nights at Freddy's. OK, I watched one of Stranger Calls today. No, <laughs> oh, you did. Oh. The last episode. Yeah, I watched the 2006 version like two hours it's ago. It's pretty scary, right? What did you think? It was, it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. The kill scenes, or like the one kill scene that they have. It's in, Sorry, like, water spoilers for 2006, you guys. No, it's the friend, Tiffany. Oh. When she goes out to her car to leave. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but you don't even see him. And she doesn't even scream. And it's like, was that supposed to be scary because it was genuinely don't the rest remember. of the movie the, me- the rest of the movie was good it was like pretty much just building tension the entire movie mm-hmm. so if you like lots of high action then probably not gonna like it that much but it was good and the girl was serving the entire movie so True. <laughs> it was awesome incredible that's my it. update okay so i'm going to be leading our Five Nights at Freddy's discussion. Um, So with Five Nights at Freddy's, there is so much lore um, and confusing lore and unconfirmed lore um, that it would probably take like six episodes. (laughs) Um, So what instead I have decided to do is go through the games in chronological order, uh, giving context about which animatronics are in which game. That way I think it's kind of spoiler free for some of the deeper lore that may be used in the movie and stuff. Um, so, you know, feel free to throw anything in, Josie, because you're also very knowledgeable about FNAF. Um, but mostly we're going to talk about what it is, why it's scary why people give a crap about it, why it's successful enough to get a movie made of it with, like, big Hollywood actors. So, how does that sound? Awesome. Awesome. Incredible. I guess I can't just do a thumbs up. Don't do a thumbs up. This is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's my title slide. FNAF lore is confusing. (laughs) Because it is. Yeah, and you know what's also confusing? Trying to figure out how the freak to do a FNAF trivia question yeah especially when you don't know anything about yeah because there's like no lore that's real okay so i've got my dr pepper let's get into it so five nights at freddy's what is it sam you tell me it's a point and click horror game that came out don't read the slide (laughs) that's not what i wanted you to do (laughs) i wanted to know what your understanding of it is. Okay. Yeah, this you tell what, us from okay. a noob perspective. Don't okay. read the meticulous no, notes it. that you, I have close, given you. I'll close my eyes. Okay, so this is what I think it is. You go into a, like, a Chuck E. Cheese, basically, uh-huh. and you are in the security room, and you have these security cameras, and it's nighttime. And you look at the security cameras and you can only close the door to the security room for a certain amount of time, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. So you have to watch the security cameras to see when the spooky animatronics are coming to get you. So when they start getting close, then you close the door until they leave. And then 
Uh, yep. You just have to do that till the daytime. Pretty is that right? Much. Is that right? In terms, of, in terms of gameplay, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so, that's. I was at least for in the my first game that whole time. Um, yeah, I was gonna well, say for some of right, the games, the whole... I could hear you. For yeah, some most of the... of the games are different, mm -hmm. like uh, a little from each other. But yeah, that's the first game. Pretty for, much for classic Five Nights at Freddy's, you pretty much nailed it. So more in general so five nights at freddy's is a point and click horror game that came out in 2014 uh it was created by scott cawthon who is like a game developer scott cawthon originally made like family friendly christian oriented video games and one of his Ooh, games like veggie tales the video game i mean kind of so <laughs> but less good hmm. um one of his games uh, Chipper and Sons Lumber Co. starred like a young beaver as the main character. And reviewers said that the beaver looked like a scary animatronic and a critic called it unintentionally terrifying. <laughs> um, and those critiques created the idea for Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, so at this point, mm. there are eight main series FNAF games and like five spinoff games. Um, and there are 28 books, 15 oh, wow. novels, 15 novels, 11 graphic novels, and two guidebooks. Wow. Too many. Um, so go to the next yeah, slide. Uh, so here's a pic. Here's a pic of uh, the this beaver. Is actually, um, this is actually a picture of Hoodwink to the movie. Honestly, true. Yeah, very <laughs> similar vibes. Kind of this uncanny valley. Yeah, this animal. is the bunny. This is the bunny's best friend. Yeah. yeah. So, so for audio listeners, we're looking at a picture of a um, Chipper and Sons Lumber Co. And it's just a very scary looking little beaver man with hair and very blue eyes. Um, and he looks like the left it's one. Very, yeah. Like it's very much giving hoodwinked. It's giving Alpha and Omega. <laughs> that kind of like really ugly, like early 3D. Uh huh. Art. This picture. Like 3D models. This picture has the same energy as that picture of Miley Cyrus where she's like opening her eyes really wide. Do you know no. what I'm talking about? No. Oh, and it, people are always like, people with blue eyes be like. And she's oh. like, yeah, her eyes like super, true. super wide. I'll have to send you that picture later because it's exactly like this, but with a young Miley Cyrus. Okay, next slide. Oh, so, gosh. so with Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, the official chronological order of the games is not the same as the order they were released in. So, like oh, Star Wars, if anyone wants yes. a spoiler for Star Wars, but like even it. less spoilers. It's not even. It's less specific than that because Star Wars. It was like here's the first series and they're all in order. Here's the prequel and here's series the prequel. and they're all in order. This is like, mm. like we're going to go from like FNAF yeah, really 1 weird. to FNAF 4 to FNAF 3. You know, like it's very weird. Yeah, so instead mm. of talking about the games in the order they were released, we're going to talk about them in chronological order. But I did want to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's 1 first, the original one. So technically it's not the first game in the chronological timeline. Um, but... It is the first game that was released, so it came out in 2014, and it's set sometime in the early 90s, is what we know. So players have recently accepted a new job as a night security guard at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, which is very similar to, like you said, a Chuck E. Cheese. Um, it's like a kid's entertainment center, arcade, party venue, with several animatronics that play in a band, which is exactly like uh, Rocket Fire Explosion. yeah. Yeah. which is the Chuck E. Cheese band. Um, oh. But there's something quirky about the animatronics. So they roam freely at night. Um, it's which... just like um, Night at the Museum. Yeah, if they were all murderous. Yes. Yeah, some of them are murderous in Night at the Museum. Right, that's true. Yeah. There is, uh, <laughs> I think it's Genghis Khan is like trying to get him the whole movie. Pretty um, much. Um, yeah. Real for real though. Okay, and Samuel so... love that movie. <laughs> yeah, true shout out Samuel watching that movie with Josie. <laughs> um, okay, so it would be fine if they were roaming, except for that if they see you, they will assume that you're an animatronic endoskeleton that has escaped its 
like animal suit. Um, and then they'll forcibly stuff you into an animatronic suit, which will kill you. Um, so they're not evil. They just like are like, oh, hey, we got to help this little guy out. Well, it's not like helpful necessarily. <laughs> it's more like they're kind of possessed. Um, which again, that there is some deep, 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 deep FNAF lore about basically serial killed children being the spirits possessing the animatronics question mark um yes which yes, is also is un unconfirmed so where does this lore come from did someone on reddit just say no. what if this so happened essentially, like... listen i'm gonna be nice about this scott cawthon just was saying stuff he would come <laughs> he out with made the game to be a scary game not to be a story uh-huh like that the first game at least yeah so a lot of this stuff is like what <laughs> what yeah. and yeah. then as the series progressed and it was literally like this global sensation people were demanding to know like who is this character why are they doing this blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah and he was like um um is my impression of what happened essentially <laughs> and then he was like basically was getting offers to do like books and stuff. I don't think he wrote any of the books. Um, hmm. So a lot of this random lore is from the books and the graphic novels and from weird random interviews with Scott and with, <laughs> and from mini games that play in between the nights during, you know, it's, that's hmm. the issue with it is that so much of it is so unspecific and speculative. Um, that even if I were to sit here and be like, this is everything we know about the Five Nights at Freddy's universe, probably like 80% of it would be like disputed in the fan base, you know? So mm. anyway, so we're not doing that because I will die if we do that. <laughs> um, so in this game, one of the scariest things about it is that uh, players cannot move out of the chair that they're in. So you're literally completely stationary the entire game. Um, you're sitting in a security office and you can like pan the camera, like your eyes back and forth, uh, look at security cameras like that, you know, you open your monitor and you can view the security cameras around the facility. Uh, you can turn the like hallway lights on and off um, and you can open and close the two doors. There's a door on either side of the office um, and they're both like powered. So you have to close them with like a button. Um, the players only have a limited amount of power per night. And once the power runs out, you will be unable to use the cameras, lights, or doors. So obviously the point of that is that in a real scenario, you would just have a regular door and just lock the door, problem solved. But, you know, in this universe, for some reason, uh, you have to... And also, I'm just a little confused. Why are the doors able to... Like, they're powered doors. When you run out of power, they're able to stay open, but they're not able to just stay closed. Yeah. I guess a safety thing, like if there was a fire. Anyway, so know. if you run out of power, you're screwed arena and you die. Um, players yeah, are tasked. They, they go, whore, 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 whore. <laughs> Do they, they literally yes yeah <laughs> they like sing a little song and oh. then they scream in your face and then he goes ah. yeah and then they you... go yo ho yo ho apart that's copyrighted we're gonna get copyrighted <laughs> no that's what that's what foxy does when he kills you he is he's a pirate, pirate fox. oh there's a pirate i didn't so... even know yeah, he's one of the main four he's a pirate fox so the... foxy <laughs> The player is tasked with trying to survive for five nights um, and they get increasingly difficult by night. Uh, and every night you have to survive from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. Next slide. Just six hours. Just six hours. Um, so Ugh, they're horrible. I, I wrote here the core four animatronics. Uh, I believe that the core four is technically from Bratz. Um, like, <laughs> I think that that's where that it's from like doll collectors four. will be like the core four like i got this copy of the core four from 2001 anyway mm -mm. this is the core four we've got freddy fazbear obviously freddy is a bear and he has a top hat uh bonnie is a purple bunny who like plays guitar uh chica is a chicken 
And she's just holding a cupcake in her hand. She doesn't have an and instrument. But she is part and she of the And she says, band. let's eat. Yeah, she has a big bib on her that says, yep. let's eat. And she could tell characters that she hungies. Mm-hmm. And Foxy is a pirate. Uh, and he's, like, not part of the band. He's like he also this... doesn't have an instrument. Yeah. Yeah, so he's not yeah, part he's, of the band. He's not part of the band. He is like a side animatronic that is like out of order. Yeah, he's in a separate section of the And they all have horrifying teeth. Yeah. So yeah, they're pretty yeah. creepy. Um I have to admit something, which is that I do actually genuinely in real life have a slight phobia of animatronics. <laughs> and I think slight slight <laughs> Yeah, okay, buddy. It's not like debilitating. All right. okay. We've all been to Rainforest Cafe with yeah, you. Tell, okay. me, tell that to the Rainforest Cafe. Listen, that was Quinn's like, what, fifth birthday? So I was like seven. I was not like a grown woman having a panic attack at a Rainforest yeah. Cafe. Yeah. Have you Basically, ever been back to a Rainforest Cafe? I've stood outside of a Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Their food is gross and expensive. <laughs> Um, but we went to Rainforest Cafe for Quinn's like fifth birthday and I pretty much sobbed the entire time and ruined everybody's time because I find animatronics so frightening and I hate <laughs> Splash Mountain, which is now becoming Princess and the Frog. And I also sometimes will watch videos of animatronics online just to be like, this is weird. So <laughs> when Five Nights at Freddy's first came out, uh, I was like, this is actually my nightmare. Um, so. <laughs> Next slide. So now we're going chronological style. So the next game in the timeline is Five Nights at Freddy's 4, which was released in 2015, and it is believed to take place in 1983. So the first game in, was sometime in the in 90s. Utah. In Utah, maybe. Um <laughs> So Five Nights at Freddy's 4 takes place in a child's bedroom, Um, unlike earlier games that all take place in various, like, Freddy Fazbear-related buildings. Um, Mm -hmm. And you play as a young child in a bedroom, and you have to run around your bedroom at night checking the bedroom doors, closet, and the bed with, like, a flashlight, and it requires players to listen to environmental noise and, like, sound cues to check around the room according to like the sounds of things approaching or preparing to attack. This game is, I feel like it's actually one of the hardest ones. Um, and it's, this is my favorite one in terms of gameplay. That's funny. I think this is my least favorite one only because I think the bedroom setting is really boring. I think it's way scarier it's than most terrifying. of the other games. Don't get me wrong. It's scary. I think this game is one of the scariest ones. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it. Cause it's like, more of a fear factor for me than the other games are besides sister location love that game yeah go to the next slide um did you ever watch fear factor growing up no i've seen like clips (laughs) yeah you were too young for that i think (laughs) yeah i've seen clips like on tiktok now Mm. so people always be eating bugs on fear factor yeah (laughs) they're like lay in this bed of cockroaches they're like they're like walk over this 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 eight feet pool of fish blood (laughs) cool that's a fun time and when people are watching that like i love tv (laughs) okay so in five nights can you hear my cat trying to bust into this yes i did hear a thunk (laughs) i'm so sorry that man he's really i gotta text my husband to come get him okay so in five nights at freddy's four the animatronics are the like same four animatronics um, but they're like these twisted, horrible, nightmarish versions. Um, and they have like extra teeth and their like skin is falling off. And they're just really scary and gross looking. There's also a few additional monsters. There's one named Nightmare and one named Plush Trap. And then there were also more added to the Halloween like update edition of the game, but in the original game. Um, and I think yeah. the fan theory for this game is like a kid who witnessed something traumatic like, it's something like his... The most popular theory is that this is one of the main villain's kids. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. And that he had nightmares of all the scary animatronics that his dad was building, basically. Yeah, and his dad something was... something along those lines. There's some kind of there's sinister also a... stuff going there's on. There's another... Yeah, there's another theory because in the main lore, his son gets, like, 
severely injured mm-hmm. by one of the animatronics and then like dies from the injuries. But there are theories that these are his like hallucinations and nightmares while he's in a coma after getting that because oh, you can see motifs. You can see motifs of like hospital stuff around the bedroom sometimes. Mm. Or something like so, that. So, yeah, either way, this child has witnessed something really traumatic related yeah, to this these, child is very traumatized. These animatronics and is essentially like hallucinating slash being haunted by these like twisted versions of them. Um, so bad. All bad. Next slide. Um. So next in the lore or in the timeline is Five Nights at Freddy's 2 was also released in 2014. Uh, so same year as Five Nights at Freddy's 1. And people were really shocked when it came out, I remember. Um, yeah. This is believed to be set in 1987, which any diehard Five Nights at Freddy's fans will be like, the bite of 87. So in the <laughs> the bite of 87 is one of the most hotly debated pieces of Five Nights at Freddy's lore. <laughs> Essentially, in the first game, you get the instructions and, like, tips from a character called Phone Guy, which is just a guy on a phone, <laughs> and it's literally voiced by Scott Cawthon because he made the game by himself. Um, mm. But at some point, he makes reference to, like, he says, like, oh, yeah, and we've had a lot less business since the bite of 87 or something like <laughs> that. Like, that's all it is. It's totally a throwaway yeah. line. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> but so Sorry. but it's since it has like a specific date like what is the bite of 87 <laughs> who could ever know essentially it just means an animatronic bit someone in 1987 problem solved people like anyway so this game was, um, yeah it's so funny it's it's just if a you very weird seen- fandom yeah, there's a clip where Markiplier gets one of the cutscenes. It's the cutscene I told you about where the kid gets really injured. He gets bitten on the head by an animatronic. Mm-hmm. Markiplier is playing the game and he sees that scene. And he goes, "What's that? Bite of '87?" <laughs> and that clip is really popular because it's right. so funny. But everyone <laughs> agrees that that was not the bite of '87. That was yeah, in that was not the bite of '87. Okay, yeah. so that was the bite of '83, buddy. It's almost like these animatronics won't stop effing biting people. So, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 2, once again, players are working as a night guard, um, but it's clearly like a different location than the one that's in the first game, but it's still called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, and it has similar... It's a chain. It's franchised. It does kind of seem like that, or at least they were remodeled between the events of this game and the first game. Um, So, it does have really similar mechanics to the first game. Um, Players can't physically move around at all. You can just look, like, left and right and, like, click on stuff. Um, In the office this time, it has one big door, like, hallway door in front of you. um, And it doesn't open and close. And then there are an air duct on either side of you, like a vent. And none of them can be, like, opened or closed this time. And instead, players are given, like, a hollow Freddy Fazbear head mask that they have to put on in order to fool the animatronics that get too close and you just keep it on uh if you keep it on too long you like you start like start like hallucinating and like suffocating you um, like run out of air or something oh I don't what know. The heck? yeah and yeah. then there's also a new mechanic introduced in this game of the music box so it still has the Ooh. cameras yep. um the like cameras that you you know check around but in one of the cameras there's like a button to wind up a music box and you have to keep the music box wound up or there's an animatronic called marionette uh if the music box is not wound for too long it gets pissed and kills you and it insta kills you like it doesn't fall for the mask so marionette is my favorite animatronic in order to uh use the monitor and wind up the music box you have to take off the mask too so yeah um but yeah besides that you can uh like animatronics can come into the office through the vents or through the hallway and you can shine a light like in the hallway or into the vents and you can check the cameras um and if something is there you put your hat on next slide so in this game uh we have so cute yeah, yeah, they're very cute in they're this game. Very Except for cute. that one on the right. 
the marionette. <laughs> yeah, the scary one. The like puppet. What, what the the skinny one with the black body? Um, that one and the wolf one with so the big teeth. There's like yeah, so there are what they're called toy versions of the like core force. So we have Toy Chica, Toy Freddy, Toy Bonnie, and Toy Foxy. Um, and they are like really, really cutesy. And then we also have Balloon Boy, uh, who I don't know if Balloon Boy can kill you. I don't think he can. I don't remember. He basically comes and stands in the office and goes, ha, 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 until another animatronic hears the noise and comes and kills you. It's really weird. Um, Marionette, That's like I said. Scary. It's really weird. And then uh, Mangle is also a very scary but yes, one. Man- yeah, Mangle is a toy foxy that's like super long and like and it only has the head it's messed up yeah it's only like like the head and like the hands kind of but the rest is just like tubes and endoskeleton and it's like super long and mangled and that's why she's mangled and it like crawls around on the ceiling and stuff um she's a girl to me they're all genderless it's okay they're robots next she's a girl she's very beautiful to me Okay, so next yes. in the timeline, we have Five Nights at Freddy's sister location. So this came out in 2000. 2000- That's like this podcast. Yes. We- renaming True. it to sister location. Sister location. Yes. And we're only talking about Five Nights game. at Freddy's. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> also. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say sister location is peak. Yeah, Sister Location Sorry. is actually my favorite, too. I think it's really okay, fun. because we're based. It's way based. more fun, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. It's less, I would say, genuinely terrifying at times. Like, it has yeah, le- fewer, like, like jump scares, but w- very cool narratively. It's very different, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's unclear the date that this takes place, but... Fans generally agree that it takes place between the events of Five Nights at Freddy's 2 in 1987 and Five Nights at Freddy's 1 sometime in the 90s. So it's sometime in like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, And it's set at Circus Babies Entertainment and Rental, um, which is a sister location that houses like completely different animatronics to the ones in the OG. Um, And you play as a new technician who is performing maintenance at the facility. It's almost, like, it's not even really a restaurant. It's like a, it's kind of like a warehouse slash, like, development, you know, like, where animatronics are, like, made and stored, kind of. Yeah, it's more like a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a character introduced in this game named Circus Baby, obviously. Yeah. Circus Baby's entertainment and rental. Um, and Circus Baby is a very central character. Uh, she is an animatronic, like, clown girl uh but she is seemingly completely sentient and can fully communicate with the player and like doesn't attack you on site like has conversations with the player yeah um, she which is, is like alive <laughs> yeah she literally behaves like a human being just in a weird animatronic body um which is obviously very different from the other animatronics in the series who are like it's hands on site um <laughs> So Yeah, so this is where the crazy lore starts coming in. They're well, like, why is Circus Baby so weird? Yeah, so this game is, honestly, of all the games, this one is probably the one that has the most lore built into it. Um, yeah. Like, a lot of the lore that is confirmed is from this game. Um, so players are also not confined to one room at this point. I, this is the first time in the series that players can move around. Walk around, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and there are like three different rooms. You kind of crawl between like vents. You're like a technician. And it also doesn't have the 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. cycle. Um, instead, the players are given like a certain number of tasks that you have to complete. So it is almost like a story that you play through every single night before your shift ends. Um, but yeah, it's really lore heavy. It's a lot more narrative than the other games. And it's it's like, yeah, I would say it has a lot more like spooky eeriness um, versus just like yeah, there's genuine more, terror. Yeah, there's more like tension building. I was trying what? to signal to Sam to change the slide. I can't oh, see okay. you guys. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, Dang. <laughs> okay, so the sister location animatronics, like I said, are pretty much completely different. So we have Circus Baby, uh, who is right in the middle. She's like a weird 
clown girl. Short she has little like a, clown girl. Yeah, she yeah, has like a tutu on. Um, Ballora is this big ballerina doll that like is literally just looks like a ballerina. She's just like a beautiful lady. She's my second favorite animatronic. True. She's goaded. Um, She's so cute. Yeah. And then she we have cute. Funtime Freddy, which is like yes. this white and pink version of Freddy. And he has a hand puppet that looks like Bonnie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which is named Bon Bon, and that's also an animatronic. Bon has a name. Yeah, Bon Bon, and then we have Funtime Foxy, who does actually look very similar to Toy Foxy, like sort of this pink and white version. Funtime Chica, who is not in this picture, Ennard, which is like a clown head with like this effed up wire body. Uh, yeah. Yendo, which is like Freddy if he was made entirely out of wires. Uh, Mini Rena are like tiny. They're kind of like those posable wooden artist like reference dolls. Um, but like a ballerina, and then oh, yeah. there's there, just there. There's not a fun time chica in this game. Oh, maybe Pizzeria. that's only part of the. She's in pizzeria simulator. Oh, it's only part of Ultimate Custom Night. Then I was looking at the wrong picture. Um. Okay. Anyway, uh, there's also lolbit. Yeah, she, there's no chica in this game. I don't know what lolbit is. It's like this floating I don't foxy really either. head, and then there's like a tiny <laughs> cherry. There's like a tiny pink version of Bonnie named Bonnet. Also, I don't know what half like some of these I don't really remember. Tbh. So, next yeah. slide. The most important ones for the lore are Ennard and Circus Baby. Yeah. Um. Mm. Then after Ennard's a big player. <laughs> Ennard's an important guy. Uh, <laughs> Ennard. <laughs> like Leonard. Yep. Wild. Um, yep. So then, after Sister Location in the timeline is the original Five Nights at Freddy's, set in the early 90s. I just needed to throw that in there so you can go to the next slide. Then we have Five Nights at Freddy's 3, which was released in 20... It was not released in 2013, because that was before the original came out. <laughs> Josie, Google when this game came out. You know, it was we probably twenty fifteen. <laughs> it was probably just me typing twenty fifteen. Okay, yep. I was probably trying to type that, but I knew it was Five Nights at Freddy's three, so I three. put the three. Anyway, twenty fifteen. It's sort of a prequel, except for it's not. It's set thirty years after the closure of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, so it's sometime around present day. The theory is maybe twenty twenty one, twenty two. It did mm. not account for COVID. So fake, yeah, fake is break. Um, <laughs> and it is set at Fazbear's Fright, the horror attraction. So it's like literally no. uh, like Five Nights at Freddy's themed haunted house. Um, and like people basically what happened is 30 years ago, this chain closed because these animatronics went rogue and were like biting people and doing bad stuff. Um, so 30 years later, everybody was like, oh, remember that crazy thing? Like, let's do a haunted house out of it. Um, you're working as a security guard during the night shift. So after it closes, so there's not like people coming through. You're literally like the overnight security. Um, and unfortunately, many of the like decorations that the owners got a hold of are real animatronics from the old Freddy Fazbear's <laughs> locations. So they are definitely cursed slash haunted. Um, and in this one, there are no doors or lights. You're like sitting in a security office and looking through a glass window um, and you have to play audio. To, so you look at the cameras and you can play audio cues around the map in different locations to lure the animatronics like away from your office. Um, you can, there are vents on either side of you. Uh, you can seal off the vents to keep animatronics out. But if you do that, you run out of air and you get heat stroke and die. Like if you do it for too long and then you also, uh, have to like reboot the systems as they go down. So the computer will be like vent failure and you have to like do this long reboot animation thing. Um, you also sometimes in this game have to like turn the computer off and turn the vents off because they're too noisy and they're luring animatronics to you. But again, mm -hmm. if you do that, it like you die basically if you do it too long. Yeah. Um, in this game, there's only one animatronic that can kill you. Um, Ennard. No. no. <laughs> so you go to the You're next not slide. Here. Uh, so this is spring this trap is. can kill you. Um, this is the worst Five Nights at Freddy's game, by I the way. I actually agree with that. It's um, not fun in terms of gameplay. It's not creative in terms of animatronics. Spring trap is like legendary. So that's the only thing this game 
like I give credit to this game for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, there's a lot of I weird, do not like this game, I'm sorry. Weird lore with Springtrap uh, and who is yeah. possessing Springtrap. We're not going to get into it, but Springtrap is a physical animatronic who can kill you. There are six more that are phantom versions, so they're basically just like hallucinations. They're like, yeah, so they're like I've haunting sh- you and harassing you and they'll yeah. make noise and lure Springtrap to kill you. Um, yeah, this game is really confusing in terms of, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, some people think you're hallucinating, even Springtrap and stuff. It's just, like, weird. Yeah, so it's a weird game. We have Phantom Freddy, Phantom Chica, Phantom Foxy, Phantom Mangle, Phantom Puppet, and Phantom Balloon Boy. So who's this one? That's the same as the marionette from, That's the puppet. from FNAF um, 2. Um, oh. So go to the next one. After that, it's one of the weirdest games ever made by humankind. Hey, this is with Fruit Punch Clown. This is Fruit Punch Clown. Fruit Punch Clown. Fruit Punch Clown. Fruit Punch Clown. That's that's Samantha's favorite animatronic. And he's not even an animatronic for the record. It's just a drink dispenser that looks like a clown. He's an animatronic. He is literally not. Can't wait to meet you. Yes, he is because he moves. And remember what the trivia was? He talks. Yeah, he so tries he's an to animatronic because he says, I'll cut your throat or whatever. <laughs> I'll cut you is what it was. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought it was cut your throat specifically. I get, but <laughs> on, this, on the list of official animatronics in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza Simulator, Fruit Punch Clown was not featured. No. He's, he's just underground. He's more yeah, of an, yeah, yeah. an amenity. You than... wouldn't have heard of him. He's yeah, really he's underground. Really underground. You, wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't have heard of him. No, you're right, because no one in the entire world has ever heard of Fruit Punch Clown. Because why would you? And I don't think this the Fruit Punch Clown actually made it onto the show, because that was the one where the audio uh-huh. got lost. For everyone that's wondering who the heck Fruit Punch Clown is, I tried to do a trivia about Five Nights at Freddy the first time we did trivia on this show. <laughs> that It didn't make it onto an episode because we lost the audio, but I was like, which animatronic says that they're going to cut your throat in Pizza simula- Pizzeria Simulator? And they were like, I don't know. And then I was like, revealed the answer. And it was like Fruit Punch Clown. And they were like, oh. So, we were like, sorry. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay, so Five Nights at Fre- or sorry, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator came out in 2017. It is unclear when it's set in the timeline, but it does have Springtrap in it, and Springtrap's first appearance was in Five Nights at Freddy's 3, so it's sometime after that is all we really know. Um, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's plus like a restaurant management simulator. Incredible. For reasons. They really lost the plot. (laughs) This game is so bizarre. So you go between, like, there's two parts of the game. Is this like a phone game? I mean, I think it's on mobile, but it's it's like a full-fledged, like, game. It's not like a... So we'll, we'll get to it. The first part of the game is you are managing and setting up this, like, basically a Freddy Fazbear's pizzeria. And you're buying, like games animatronics you play mini games you also get a bunch of lawsuits from like your patrons of the restaurant because they keep getting hurt on all your super dangerous cheap <laughs> stuff of the biting. well and it's like you'll oh. be like when you buy stuff you can buy like the monkey bars and it'll be like it has like a liability rating and how likely mm. people are to get hurt from it incredible it's bizarre and then uh, you also go to playing like a more classic five nights at freddy's game so in the scary part you're sitting at a desk and like at a computer and there are vents on either side of you and the computer like gives you tasks to do. It'll be like order cups, you know, like you have like a list of tasks and you have to complete them while watching the vents. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. This is the one where you have to turn off your computer and the air vents um, because they're too noisy and you can't hear if things are coming to get you. There's also this Mm -hmm. big mechanic of salvaging animatronics. So basically like after every night shift that you do, You'll find like a busted old animatronic in an alleyway. <laughs> and like be... you walk around outside. Like you go. Well, it's like people will like leave animatronics in your dumpster. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Uncle- or maybe the animatronics themselves are like finding their way home mm, to kill that's... you. 
Beautiful, so, honestly. So, like, you can salvage the animatronics. And if you do that, you get, like, nicer animatronics to use in your restaurant simulator that are, like, better and make more money and people like them more and they're less, like, mm. of a liability. But they also will probably try and kill you at night. So mm-hmm. it's, like, this kind of, like, balance um, between keeping your restaurant, like, safe and afloat because if the restaurant, like, fails, you get, like, a game over. But also, if you die, you get a game over. So you got to, like, be like... Honestly, this sounds like the most interesting one to me. <laughs> you just like management games. You would hate the, the scary part. Yeah, Just true. play a management game. Go play yeah. Cooking Mama or or Papa's Freezeria. Go play Diner Dash. Go play yeah, Diner Dash. Play Dash. Exactly. Um, does this have like a cult following? I bet you it does. This, this game probably. Game. Yeah. The whole franchise has at least probably a trillion people that love every individual game. So mm. it's Incredible. a bizarre thing. Go to the next slide, and I did a picture of. So on the right is like the nighttime part and you can see it's much more like regular Five Nights at Freddy's looking. You know, there's a monitor and it says like, what does it say? Order plates, order napkins, order pizza kits. What does that mean? (laughs) Order utensils. What's a pizza kit? I want to make pizzas. You know, how the pizza restaurants just go on eBay and type in pizza kit. Pizza kit. Hey guys, if I had to ask you, what would you give my FAS rating like me as a person? (laughs) What's it out of? Um, at least 5,044. <laughs> uh, like... 4,072. I would give you 6,900. Wow. Wow, that's both pretty good, honestly. I think. I actually have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you can see on the left, it's like this kind of like top-down of like a pizza restaurant with there's like a stage and there's animatronics on the stage and it's like well-lit... It's so weird. And it says that, and it has a FAS rating monitor. Yeah, that's and that's right. like how successful you are, I think. I don't know. Go to the next slide. Um, there are so many animatronics in this game. Oh my God. So you don't, like, who on? are these people? There's like a bunch of random new ones. Like there's like a frog, a hippo, a pig, there's an, an elephant. elephant. I see some kind of like duck. It's clearly not Chica. There's also, like, all the versions of all of the classic animatronics. There's, like, regular Chica, and then there's, like, Toy Chica. And then I see, like... Nightmare Yeah, I see, like, Funtime Foxy, and, um, yeah. So, this game is insane. Go to the next slide. After that is Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted. Josie, do you know what the F Help Wanted is? I don't know. (laughs) I, I want you to know... After Sister Location dropped, I don't know a single thing about these games. I don't know anything about Pizzeria Simulator. I don't know anything about Help Wanted. Because I didn't care. I was like... <laughs> so... I was like getting older and edgier. And I was like FNAF for babies. I will say that mm. I definitely like knew what Pizzeria Simulator was. Like I watched I some kind of maybe of knew what Pizzeria Simulator was. Help Wanted is weird. So it is technically part of the like official timeline supposedly um it came out in 2019 and it's set sometime after five nights at freddy's three uh kind of so it's kind of tied for this spot with pizzeria simulator where it's after three but before security breach but we're not really sure where these two fall um because in the game oh the freddy played this yeah the freddy fazbear because of the vr yeah the corporation that owns freddy fazbear is trying to like rehabilitate the reputation so it's it is a VR game like that's how it came yes. out and it was like Five Nights at Freddy's VR that's like the main appeal of this game but it can so be played. I have actually played this I didn't yeah I have played this once and it was really scary because it was Five Nights at Freddy's VR yeah so it can be played in like a normal they call it like flat mode where it's just like non VR version on like other platforms but it's very like meta like the the narrative of the game is sort of like. Hey kids, we know you think that Freddy Fazbear is so scary, but he's actually not. But since everyone is like so afraid of Freddy, we're gonna make you the we're gonna give you scary video games and show you it's like all like fake or something. It's all mm. part of some confusing meta narrative to It's pretty much yeah, it's pretty much just all the FNAF games and a bunch of scary FNAF mini games, mm-hmm. but you can play them in VR now. So it's not mm-hmm. even like a 
new it's, thing. So it has like 40 playable mini games, which I think a lot of them are new, but then you can also play Five Nights at Freddy's 1 through 4 and Sister Location in VR. So it's sort of like a greatest hits, but they did this whole weird like meta narrative thing of like, yeah, oh, you I think it's scary that. to work at Freddy Fazbear's? Well, we could have you work at Freddy Fazbear's, but haunted. It's so unclear what the actual H-E double hockey sticks is going on. Please go to the next slide. I hate this one. Uh, it has basically every single animatronic, obviously, because it has basically every single game. So this fire one. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me that. <laughs> okay, after that, we get to the final game, both in the chronological timeline and released in the world. Uh, this one is not canon. Well, so it is technically uh, the only reason that people say it's not is because in Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, uh, essentially there was, it was in development for a long time and it was Scott Cawthon, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's. It was his idea and he was very heavily involved. However, it just doesn't make sense. At some point during the development, uh, he was basically ousted from the project, um, sort of. He stepped down from, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Like, he basically sold his ownership of it um, because he pretty much got canceled online for being, like, a super right-winger QAnon person um, and saying, like, some really crazy problematic stuff. Uh, and he was kind of like, if they cancel me, they cancel me. I want to spend more time with my kids anyway. Um, Audi. So I think that technically this is part of the canon um, and anybody that says it's not just didn't like it. And if we're saying... It that just doesn't make sense. Like how? How does this add up? Why? Like there's so many things that just don't make sense. Well, so logically it could make sense because it's set at Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizzaplex, which is this huge like family fun center it's like a freddy fazbear's on steroids it's like a mall almost i put here that it's sort of like golf land or castles and coasters or like family fun center but i couldn't think of like, That's a, like all arizona i was gonna like, say i couldn't think of a non-regional version of this what's like a like it's like a, mini it's like a mini amusement park yeah it's sort of like even busters kind of but yeah. like it's like huge like it it's yeah, like it's really bigger big. than like it's like the size of like the Mall of America. Like it's like huge. Six Flags? Not like that, because it's all indoor and there's not really rides. It's stuff mm. like laser tag bowling, mazes, mm. obstacle courses, stuff Incredible. like that. It's like Makudu's Island. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all those Phoenix area kids. Who know what the hell you're Makudu's real. Makudu's Island was for Island. the real ones. Okay, so, yeah. but the point that I'm going to make here is that it could make sense in the timeline because the game that we have right before this is Help Wanted that's making this huge push to rehabilitate and reform the image of Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. Hypothetically, this makes sense if that big rehabilitation goes well and again, the franchise grows into this again, what essentially the games are in real life, this big mega franchise. So it's not any less confusing than any other part of this franchise. I have to say it. I love this game. I like this game. I think I this think game rips I really, ass. <laughs> I, I like this game. I think the characters are really fun. I think it's a fun game. I'm not trying to roast it. I just think with the rest of the games it's too out there and different for me to be able to think of this in the same universe that's so funny to me that doesn't bother me at all i think that there are other games that are way dumber like i think that five nights at freddy's three is way stupider than this yeah i, I hate that <laughs> game i think that's a bad game um anyway so welcome to freddy fazbear's mega pizzaplex you play as gregory Gregory! And he's Gregory. the most annoying child. He's like a little boy, unclear how old he is because sometimes he acts like he's 35 and sometimes he acts like he's four and a half. <laughs> um, so it's super unclear. He's probably like nine, 10. Um, yeah. So Gregory 
is a little boy and he has snuck into the pizza plex after it has closed by hiding inside of Freddy Fazbear's chest cavity. Which is <laughs> Which not is supposed to have killed you for other people. Yes. Like Fred like the first one. Uh-huh. Right? Which they do kind of explain it away by being like it was a safety feature or like he's like small enough like an adult couldn't fit it would crush you but since he's a tiny little boy it's he's so teeny tiny he's so small he's literally <laughs> so tiny um Ew. so freddie freddie is again <sighs> we have like this big they're like basically like these huge rock stars and in this yeah. game they're much more like the super sentient versions of themselves the animatronics are where they have like they can talk they move around completely on their own they're like not easily tricked necessarily um so they're like this big rock star band and uh freddie like malfunctioned and like passed out in the middle of a performance and gregory like climbed inside of his body like a psychopath i guess <laughs> um so, Freddy is also nice in this game. Oh. Uh, he's your bestie. You jump out of his, like, belly, and you're like, I did it! And Freddy Fazbear's like, what the actual freak are you doing here, child? This is not yeah. safe. And Gregory's like, I just wanted to be here after dark. I'm an annoying little freaking brat. Um, <laughs> and he's, like, fully, everybody's, like, fully voice acted in this game, which is also kind of weird, mm-hmm. but Freddy's, like... You know like, what else is fully voice acted? Wildflowers. <laughs> wildflowers. <laughs> Everyone should go play Wildflowers. A I lot of games lie. are, for the record. But Wildflowers so surprising. is Anyway, so, so, Freddy is, like, Gregory, and he has this very recognizable voice. Um, but he's, like, Gregory, this is, like, super bad, because all the doors are locked from the outside or something until 6 a.m. And you're gonna get, like, for real seriously killed if you stay here, because I'm cool. Something, but it's also kind of like he's, like, malfunctioning right now, and that's why he's nice to you. Yeah. Oh. It's unclear, but he's like, but my other three bandmates, they're gonna F you up and kill (laughs) you on site. Yep. Where it's like, it's also kind of explained, like, if they see you, they'll be like, you're a lost child and kill you, question mark? <laughs> I don't know why they're killing you. So Gregory and Freddy work together to keep Gregory from getting caught by the other animatronics and the security guard, Vanessa. So this mm. is like a very free roam kind of game. It has like very few elements similar to the classic Five Nights at Freddy's formula, like format. Um, it also has this super weird mechanic of... Like, you have, like, a, a call Freddy button. So you can press this button and Freddy Fazbear comes sprinting towards you as fast as he possibly can. And he's like, hello, what did you need? And it's really weird. And then, like, also you can jump into his body at any time and, like, literally wear him like an exosuit and, like, walk around the world as Freddy Fazbear. But there's, like, a limited battery life and you have to put him in these charging pods. Um... And if you don't charge him fast enough, then he kills you. So he does, Whoa. like, Freddy can kill you in this game. It's really weird. Um, but you do things like go through, like, a mini golf course, a laser tag thing, uh, like a kitchen and, like, some underground crap. And and you basically have to try and, like, defeat slash disable the other animatronics um, so that they can't get you. And... Freddy also the whole time, like, you'll do things like, for example, there's one animatronic where you uh, rip their eyes out so that they can't see you anymore. And Freddy will, and then you can install them into Freddy to make his, like, suit more OP. And he'll be like, where did you get these eyeballs? And you'll be (laughs) like, nowhere. And he'll be like, did you hurt my friend? And you'll be like, no. And he'll be like, hmm. And then just move on. So yeah, gosh. <laughs> huh, the whole thing much. is really weird. Uh, the game is extremely buggy. It's like so glitchy. It's not good uh, mechanically. A lot of the level design is really weird, um, and the ending was terrible. 
However, the art and environmental design for this game is like stunning. Like the feeling of like seeing these really kind of hot versions of the animatronics is really Yeah, fun. it's like really good character design. Mm-hmm. And also just the scale of it is really fun. Um, and walking, like seeing the pizza plex for the first time, it yeah, did getting me, to walk around. Yeah, it made me feel like a little kid, like like going to one of those like huge arcades as a kid, and you're like, holy frick, I am in heaven. Like, yeah, it, it's it, very true. So a lot of the art design is like really cool. Um, it had like a lot of narrative potential, I would say. It just really fell short. You can go to the next slide yeah. and see the picture. Can you say? It confirms this game's place at the very oh at the end at the of end the... of the timeline. Yes, so there's oh, okay. there are okay. multiple what endings to this place? game. There's multiple endings to the game, but uh, one of the endings does confirm like that this is the last game in the timeline as of right now. So the characters are Glamrock Freddy, Glamrock Chica, and then we have two new animatronics: Roxanne Wolf, who goes by Roxy. And Montgomery Gator, who goes by Monty. And then Vanessa is the security guard. There's also, like, a giant there's DJ a few spider. More. Yeah, there's a big DJ spider. There's Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. There's, there's a little DJ there's a few spider. Other, yeah. Um, there's a character. There's a few other animatronics. There's, like, a haunted bunny that harasses you. The whole thing is really yeah, weird. Yeah. But it, I would say it's fun overall. I don't know yeah, if I cool. have any. Oh, go. There's, like, one more slide. Uh, there are also some weird spinoffs. Here are the f- some, some. I think there's like one or two more. FNAF World was a huge flop. So bad, so badly clowned upon that I don't think you can even get it on Steam anymore. Um, it is an extremely weird turn-based RPG starring like chibi cutesy versions of the animatronics. It's extremely boring. People hated it. They were really confused by it. Uh, and then there was also a game that came out called Security Breach Fury's Rage, which was a side-scrolling fighter game starring the Glamrock animatronics. And some people consider this the studio's, like, apology game for having such, like, a glitchy bad game. Um, there was one called Five Nights at Freddy's AR Special Delivery. It's just, like, this weird, like, AR mobile game, like Pokemon Go. Unclear. Um, and then... Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Ultimate Custom Night is, like, basically a super customizable version of, like, the classic gameplay where you can play in different maps and choose, like, from any of, like, 50 different animatronics that can attack and kill you. So, that's Five Nights at Freddy's! Incredible. Incredible. I feel confused mostly, but... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's how it is. Just stop sharing your screen, Sam. Mm-hmm. And then do you want to read the submissions? Yes, I am going to read the submission. So this is what our people who listen have submitted that they're playing. So first we have Megan P. She, her pronouns, she's playing Baldur's Gate 3. And she says, my husband has been excited for us to play this game together since the early access days and the wait was definitely worth it. Working through the battles together has been fun and challenging and we definitely make a great team figuring out the best, the best strategies. We're also playing campaigns with two of our friends and my brother and his girlfriend, but we never have the same experience twice. You can definitely see the amount of work that Larian Studios has been has been put into the game. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, seriously. Like, Larian has established a new standard for AAA video games at this point. A complete game, a well-made game, a well-written game with interesting mechanics. Stop coming out with AAA games that are unfinished and badly done. That's my hot take. I don't think that's a hot take. I think everyone agrees with that. I Well, right, but except for the people who make video games <laughs> yeah, at true, these large true. studios. Obviously, indie developers probably agree with that, too. Um, okay, our second one. We should probably do a Baldur's Gate like episode soon. Yeah. At some point. Anyway, our second um, submission for this episode is from Big Fan. Um, no pronouns. <laughs> big Fan. <laughs> big Hello. Fan. Um, so they're playing Death's Door. Um, and they say it's about a crow who is the Grim Grim Reaper. It's interesting. Smiley face. Yeah, I've heard this one is fun, but I've never, uh, played it. Honestly, that sounds kind of interesting. Grim Reaper crow. Agreed. It might be a roguelite. Mm. Question mark. Okay. 
Okay, well, yeah, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, do that. It's in our link tree. It'll be in the bio of the podcast episodes. Um, if you want merch, you know, if you want to tell us what you're playing, fill out the survey. If you want to join the Discord, the link is in the description. And follow us on social media. And that's it. Stay cool. Stay cool. Wait. Oh. <laughs> you said yeah. it too loud. Your audio clipped out. Oh, no. Okay, now you're being too quiet. <laughs> not working at all. Okay, stay cool, gamers. A very mild stay, stay cool, cool gamers. gamers. Bye. Stay cool gamers. Bye. <laughs>